Alright, everybody, welcome to Unless You Live Hardcore, episode 18. Hell yeah, I am dude. Kyle Forsyth. What's up, dude? Jake Ford here. How's it going, Kyle? I'm doing good, man. A little sunburnt on the shoulders, but other than that, pretty good. Yeah? I was going to say, I you am... don't look like you got majorly sunburnt out of this festival it's hard because the lighting in here makes me very white uh like even my arm looks white but you can see the wristband yeah. marker there yeah yeah i can tell so there's the wristband marker also like if i pull you this got some down sun. oh you got a little that. you got a little farmer's tan dude dude i got a little farmer's tan. i have a weird tan though it's even weirder than this so like i got a farmer's tan the first two days and the last day i wore a tank top and so i have like this weird fucking like tank top tan here yeah but then i have like a farmer's tan on my arms <laughs> like, oh no it's dude. fucked up i got like a dual tan like i came back my wife saw me and she's like this is who i'm married to all right yeah. <laughs> oh god Ugh. yeah she had to like she has to see it with a shirt up with the shirt on you can't even tell you yeah, know what I mean? Show like, me, take your shirt off right now, Kyle. No. Show me, dude. <laughs> I have a picture. Pop your honestly. top off, dude. <laughs> I got a sweet ass Gideon shirt on. I can't right now, man. I got I got this at the fest. It's a nice Gideon that shirt. That is a pretty dope shirt, man. Nice. Nice shirt. Yeah. The back has like some uh shit on it too. It's cool. Um I like yeah. it. All right, give me a yeah. little spin then, Kyle. If you're not gonna <laughs> take your shirt off, then give me a little spin, dude. It just I says see the no back one. Graphic. It says no one, no, don't no describe love. It. <laughs> Give me this fucking spin, dude. <laughs> this is an audio medium for the most part. I like how we just started this out with me sexually harassing you. That's fun, dude. <laughs> oh, man. We still haven't I... established the dynamic on the podcast yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Tell me about the fest, man. I'm excited to hear. I'm, I'm bummed I couldn't go, so I'm excited to hear uh, about the fest. Okay. I can... Uh... I'm going to run you through some of the fun things that I saw first at the festival. I It's just things I jotted in my notes that were, like, interesting things I saw. And then we could go through ratings of all the bands I saw in a little bit because I saw so many fucking bands. I was outside so much. It was hot as mo a motherfucker on Friday, I, dude. Yeah, it was hot as balls here, so I'm, I was like, dude, it's got to be hot as fuck. It was festival. hot <laughs> as fuck on Friday, but on uh saturday it was mostly cloudy and then there was a little bit of rain for like 15 minutes and that 15 minutes was during megadeth set which was the perfect time because they were dragging on <laughs> like oh yeah. yeah 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 yeah. how long did they play for they were supposed to do an hour and a half but they ended up getting like cut short because dave mustaine saw the clouds coming in so he rushed and did the hits he did peace cells really quickly and nice. then he uh and then he went into fuck what's the other one um their other mega hit Holy uh, War? Or no, probably no. Symphony of Destruction. Symphony of Destruction, yes. Yeah. Symphony of Destruction. He rushed and did those two, and when he rushed and did those two, and I realized they still had like another 20 minutes in their set, and I felt the rain starting to come down, I was like, he knows. He knows what's about to happen. He knows their set's about to get cut short. He's, yeah, he's been, been doing this long enough. been doing it for like 45 years or yeah, something like that. Like, I was like, this dude knows he's doing the hits because he knows they're probably not going to get to do anything else. And then the rain came in right as they finished like Symphony of Destruction. And then everybody rushed to like some tents and stuff to like take cover for rain. Yeah. And then the rain went away after like 15 minutes, real quick. And then, but just enough to where they didn't have enough time in their set to do another song. So they just came out on stage uh, and bowed. Yeah, they did a bow. And I was like, all right, yes, less Megadeth. I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> how dare you, dude? I would not have been okay with that. I, I love Megadeth. Don't get me wrong. I like Megadeth. But Dave Mustaine is old. I've seen them before. Um, and yeah, but I just want to see people just rip on guitar that dude. That's the best part about a Megadeth show is you're like, you're going to just watch people be okay. amazing at guitar. That's fair. All right. If that's what you love seeing, then yeah, you did. They did rip on guitar. That's yeah. true. I could give a fuck um, less about seeing dude. I couldn't have given a fuck less about seeing Dave Mustaine sing back in like the eighties. If I was around for it, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that's not why anybody went to a Megadeth show is to see Dave sing. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah, they did shred on guitar. I'll give you that. Yeah, um, no, he's amazing. I so was is, like the they're... new guitar player that they've been touring with like the last five or six years. That guy is like out of this world. He's so good at guitar. He was very good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, all right, I'm going to run you through the things that I saw. Uh, okay. I was like, a lot of guys look like they're here for a Pantera. Uh, they don't really listen to the music. They just love Phil Anselmo's politics, I think. 
Um, that was more <laughs> of a bit idea. I yeah. forgot. Some of these are bit ideas. Some of these are things I saw. There's a shirtless guy being pulled around by a belt around his neck by a woman. She was Wait, just... I'm, hang on. Repeat that one more time. So there was a guy at a the gimp? festival. Yeah, no, not a gimp, gimp yes, but no, like, he didn't have, like, a gimp outfit on, necessarily, he was shirtless, though, and he had a belt around his neck, and, like, she was pulling him around the festival, and I didn't know what she looked like, but I remember this, like, he had a belt around his neck just being pulled around, like, really, yeah. Did you tell them to cut it out, dude? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. That's I why I can't go to these things. I would have been like, hey, can you guys cut it out, please? There's literally fucking kids around this festival. Knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> go be crazy. weird at some fucking EDM festival, dude. Get out of here. Yeah, it's that was strange. Um <laughs> This one's uh, just something that I thought was a great idea. Uh, there was a cafeteria at the campgrounds, yeah, and like they served biscuits and gravy in the morning, which felt like a missed opportunity to call it limp biscuits and gravy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> feels like a missed opportunity to me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Are I you was, like running these making... jokes you're gonna do on stage <laughs> about this festival? Is that a joke you're gonna do? No, I mean it's genuinely what I, th- I think. Okay, no, I, I this thought, is like okay. if I was making because they had a menu on the wall, like yeah. with the list of items that you could get, like a printed menu that was like labeled with incarceration and branded. And I'm like, who made this? Like their marketing department sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, you should have like. I come mean, on. to be fair knowing the origins of what a limp biscuit is i don't know if that would have been a good selling point for food necessarily (laughs) dude like yeah good like a good pun that's pretty clever (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i I don't know man i think i should be in charge of this um so uh oh you can at the festival you can buy merch that's either design that's like Branded merch for incarceration that is designed to either look like a cop or like a like a prison off warden or a, or you can buy one that looks like a prisoner. And I was in my head, I'm like, I think your purchase says a lot about how you view yourself in society. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like if I saw one of the guys in the cop one, I was like, he like fetishizes cops. But every time I saw one of the guys in like the prison ones, they always looked like they do meth. <laughs> they, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes sense. You'd be wearing the prisoner one. Yeah, like, the every dude. time I saw one, dude, ev- like every time, like you could see it. Like the these one- types of festivals really do draw in the riffraff, dude. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> it's a weird thing where it's like some of the people like. Bought like the prison guard like branded incarceration thing and like they want they're the they're like oh yeah i look like a prison guard from incarceration and like the other dudes are like buying ones that look like the prisoner and it's like i think it's very telling of your personality on which one you buy also i would like to say i found out in one of the groups that apparently they sold out of the prisoner one but i don't think they sold out of the cop one yeah (laughs) which also says a lot about the people attending this festival (laughs) yeah i mean good on them for not selling out of the cop one dude dude i just think it's funny about the people it's drawing in it like it for sure tracks like that they sold out of the prisoner one and not the cop one yeah i mean this shit jesus christ i (laughs) I also i forget it is like a tattoo festival like they do have like tattoo artists there you didn't get tatted up did you I did not. It was the line was so long. I didn't even go in the tattoo area. Yeah, it was so fucking long, dude. I wanted to see bands for the most part. That's why I was there. I was there for music, right, you right. know. And at a certain point, I knew I wasn't gonna get tattooed, even if I went in there. So I was like, hey, what's the fucking point? Um. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I mean, why waste time, dude? Yeah, especially if I could. Be why waste time bands? when you could have saw devils? You could have been seeing devils envy. So <laughs> I didn't see them actually. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one that was mad at you, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> that's what I thought. He talked shit to somebody else in the group recently too. I saw it. Um, oh, great. Yeah, and it turns out you I didn't even like profile. stop by their set to see how many people showed up for it. No. Okay. 
I went to his profile actually, just like because I saw him talking shit to somebody else. I was like, is that the same guy? And I went to it. I was like, that's the same guy. He also is like a uh, touring manager for like POD and stuff. The guy from Devil's Envy, lead singer. Yeah, that's funny. Mm hmm. Has been for years. I don't know. Interesting, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. Small world, I guess. Yeah, POD was also on the festival, so. But it also makes sense why he's connected in the industry maybe a little bit. Like, even though his band was on the small stage and they had to, like, get voted in there and stuff, it makes sense why they might have a little bit of a built-in fan base because this guy's been working in the music industry for years. So it's like anything he does, he'll probably have a small amount of people who do get interested in it out of the gate. Yeah, um... I saw uh, Alfonso from Heartsick post photos from their set, and like a lot of people showed up for them. It looked like they had like a massive crowd for like playing one of the smaller stages, which is pretty dope to see. Some of the bands had really big crowds. There's a band called Fight From Within, which is like a pretty heavy band. They're pretty decent. You might actually like them. I think we listened to them. Maybe their most recent EP is pretty decent. Like it's good. It's heavy. Um, yeah. And uh, they apparently had like around a thousand or two thousand people over there two thousand mm. is pretty big for that small space it was a smaller space i'll tell you what there. dude if fucking if incarceration books teeth next year i will definitely be going yeah. been i've been listening to them non-stop recently so i'll definitely be going been trying to learn all the drum parts on that ep or just memorize them because they're just so fucking sick it's dope i, I haven't listened to it in a minute yeah yeah um, Anyways. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, a few more things. Um, I feel like so the the type of people that were there, I was like just looking around at one point when I was just like sitting around waiting for a band to come on. And like I noted this about the people. It's a weird mix of like women wearing lingerie and their dudes that look like they want to fight you for looking at their girl. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. lot of those, you know, like where it's like a woman wearing lingerie on in public, but a dude who looks like I'll fucking fight you if you look at her, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that, I saw like... I saw some pics from the group of like some ladies posting their app. Dude, the amount of thirst in this group is out of control <laughs> yeah they, like i don't even need to go to the festival the the fucking group is entertaining enough dude i'm so <laughs> glad i joined without even buying tickets because this has been extremely entertaining <laughs> yeah man it's very interesting um the group is very entertaining it's very trashy yeah it's it like is. honestly one of the trashiest online communities i think i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> it is based out of ohio kind of so yeah dude it's pretty rough like some of these people are coming from that fucking city that got the chemical spill in ohio dude. <laughs> <laughs> for real <laughs> <laughs> these fucking mutants are showing up to the festival Oh, but yeah. They're, that's oh how God. those guys. Yeah. That's how those guys got so big and strong, dude. The ones that are gonna fight you for looking at their girls. It's not even like naked. big and dude. It's not even big and strong guys. There's, all the time. Oh, there's some of them. Some of them just look really methed out, you know. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, That'll make you aggressive too. Yeah, just like scraggly dudes with like massive eyes and a few teeth. Like <laughs> that. Those dudes. Hell yeah, dog. Um, where they're like, I have nothing to lose. I've been to prison. Can like... I read you? Can I read you this? Um, can I read you this post from the Facebook? The in also the the name of this Facebook group is insanely trashy as well. The Incarceration <laughs> Festival Inmates. Yeah. It's kind of weird how much like people are fetishizing jail over this fucking <laughs> rock and roll <laughs> festival, dude. But I'm gonna read you this post that is extremely trashy from this guy grayson it's not even about him it's about a lady crowd surfing it says to the young lady crowd surfing saturday with her pad out wear a tampon if you're gonna wear coochie cutters and fish nuts bb i don't know what bbg means he said self-respect and courtesy for your fellow ink mates also cringe at the end somebody commented on this though and said hey alexa play slayers raining blood <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty Dude, good. There's so many complaints in the group about people crowd surfing, and it's like, it's, it's there was a lot of people crowd surfing where like during a fucking Slipknot set, I was like not in the front, but like kind of in the middle backish sort of, 
there's a lot of people crowd surfing to the point where like <laughs> i don't hold people who are crowd surfing so every time i see people would be like somebody's incoming i just move out of the way <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the best thing you can do is to just like get out of the way that's like, what I'm not... i thought dude and then i started getting like dirty looks from these big dudes who were like carrying every person and i'm like they'd like give me a dirty look after they would crowd surf somebody it's like get the fuck out of don't give me a dirty yeah, look dude, like I, I did something I'm wrong not obligated to do anything I'm 5'6", 180. I'm not built for this. <laughs> like, yeah, um, we're, we're, uh, I imagine the stages were pretty big, so people probably weren't getting on them. Did uh, No crowd diving, I'm imagining? Uh, no, no crowd diving because they had the barriers there. It's kind of um, what I figured, yeah. Yeah, uh, there was some fucking pits. Dude, I saw Lamb this of God crazy, did a wall of death. I saw this crazy crowd dive from, like, I don't know if it was rolling loud recently or something. It was some rap festival, but this dude did like this crowd dive from like 30 feet away. And like from like one of those like big festival stages, that's like really high up and has a barricade. Mm-hmm. Like he just ran out and dove into the, and nobody caught this man. Like, I'm like, dude, this guy definitely just like broke his fucking neck. I got to send you this clip. Yeah. There's nobody that did crowd diving. None of that. Okay. Um, I figured, some I figured artists... the stages weren't really designed. Some musicians went into the crowd. Um, I will say one of the highlights of the weekend is uh, Alex Terrible from Slaughter to Prevail uh, beat his head in with a microphone and made himself bleed from the forehead. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. He he put the microphone down on, like, the stage to, like, do, like, a big scream that was coming up. He's like, I don't need a fucking microphone, like, put it down and, like, he did a crazy scream that you could hear throughout the crowd without the microphone, and then he picks up the microphone during the breakdown, and he's just, bah, 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 like, just slamming the microphone into his head, and then stops doing it, and it just starts bleeding down his face. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Crazy, dude. That guy's nuts. And I was like, this guy's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> like, I'm watching yeah, it. Like, dude. this is entertainment at its finest. This guy is giving us his all up there. You know, yeah, like, dude. Those... I was like, he put the microphone down to scream as loud as he possibly could, and then picked it up just to beat his head in and make himself bleed. Uh, he like, it's some fucking like. Oh yeah, I see some, a like, picture of it right inter- here. Yeah, it's like some like, are you not entertained type shit? You know? <laughs> yeah. Where I'm like, this fucking Russian dude is the he's the tits man. He is the greatest. Well, you, you heard it here. First, folks, uh, Kyle supports Russia, dude. You're to your first. <laughs> these yeah, Russian no, these, dudes uh, who that, live that in America. Sick. That band, that band is gnarly. So I mean, that yeah. would have been fun to see. Dude, you could just hear the microphone just like hitting them in the head. You know, like they didn't mute the microphone. You should go clunk clunk like you know what it sounds like when somebody hits the microphone with like their fucking you know they pulled the chappelle uh and slap it on their knee or something um and it makes a sound imagine that sound just fucking amplified because he's slamming it into his head like it was brutal um yeah it was great yeah this this festival does look like a lot of fun i'm sure it was pretty dope yeah um oh i have a few more things i saw there okay uh all right I realized I'm not masculine there. There's a lot of masculine dudes, and every time, like, the... Because, like, every time uh, an artist would be like, make some noise, like, all the dudes are like, yeah! <laughs> like, I would go, woo! <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, my God, Kyle. Yeah. Get it together, man. What the fuck? I can't help it. It's like in like woos it, like it's a BTS concert. What the fuck, like, dude? I don't. It's not instinctual in me to just go yeah. Like I don't. I don't sound like that at any given moment, like ever. So it feels so unnatural. It feels more in my realm to be like woo. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, so that, that you do seem like a wooer, honestly. <laughs> I can, yeah. Yeah, and like I kept doing it, and at a certain point, I realized I was like, none of the men around me are doing that. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, sometimes you gotta, you should just fake, fake it, man. Um, yeah. I saw a man in a gas mask and a juggalo hockey jersey propose to a woman in underwear and a crop top who should not have been wearing just underwear and a crop top. <laughs> 
Okay. You're going to have to. <laughs> that was a lot to take in. So I'm going to need you to like go back and slow that down. Okay. That was a lot. I saw a man in a gas mask and a juggalo hockey jersey propose okay. to a woman in underwear and a crop top who should not have been wearing underwear mm. and a crop top. Right, well, if he's wearing a gas mask, you can only imagine what he fucking looks like, Kyle. So. No, he had it on top of his head because it's oh, a sweet okay. moment where he got down oh, was on he one very knee. handsome then, Kyle? Was he extremely <laughs> handsome then? This junk guy wearing a Juggalo jersey? Is he a real fucking Ryan Gosling, Ken-looking type, dude? <laughs> nah, he was more of a uh, violent J-looking type. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I figured. <laughs> Look yeah. at a little methed out, dude. Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, uh, like videos and photos from the festival right now. Just kind of scrolling through the group, and this is like, yeah, this is trashy Midwest pe white people, dude. Yeah, oh for sure, dude. It's like, I just, I thought it was so funny because it's like a bunch of people cheered when he like got down and proposed. Like I wasn't looking, and like I hear a bunch of cheering, and so I turn around because a band that's in between bands. And I look yeah, back, yeah. and then I see this dude down on one knee, and her being like, "Oh my god," or whatever. And like, and I look at the what dude, band like, he has it. It was right before Lamb of God, I think, maybe. Oh my maybe. god, that is incredible. I could be wrong, but that like, is... he has the fucking gas mask sitting on top of his head, you know, just like, and then like a I look at his outfit. It's a Juggalo jersey and some shorts, and then like, she's just wearing literally underwear and like. I'd call it a crop top, but it looked more like a tank top that didn't fit anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... that's. <laughs> I'm trying to process, dude. If you think that proposal was white trash, imagine what the reception's going to look like, dude. Oh, dude. It's going to have, like, a Fago-flavored cake. <laughs> yeah. Like, their, wedding band, their wedding band's going to be Devil's Envy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, on the uh, inside of his ring, it's just going to be engraved saying whoop whoop. <laughs> God, dude. Yeah, Juggalo wedding. Oof. Yeah, yeah I'm seeing photos from Pantera set right now. This looks like it was badass. What was Pantera set like? All right. Um... Oh, all right. I'll I'll go through all the sets. I have one last thing to say. I saw a dude okay. wearing uh, a dude who had a We the People tattoo, and he was smoking weed in Ohio. <laughs> I was just like, all right. So we decide which laws we obey. Like I love seeing somebody with like a We the People obey all the laws, breaking a law in any way. Like you could be speeding with a We the People sticker, and I'd feel the same way as a dude smoking weed in Ohio to me. Like it's just it's funny to see somebody who fetish the law breaking the law like yeah, i don't know yeah. i really enjoy that um i get a kick out of it rules for thee not for me yeah so all right uh we go through all of the bands i'll get to pantera mm -hmm. um so we'll start we'll go in order of days pantera was saturday so i'll start on thursday uh, I saw two bands Thursday at the campgrounds. I saw Southbound Beretta and Silly Goose. Yeah. Southbound Beretta was like that southern metal band we listened to. Yep, I um, remember. They, they're they pretty fucking ripper live. I mean, I only gave them a 6.5. Uh, you know, it's hard at the campgrounds. Their sound Oh, you, gave, you got a Forsyth rating scale for the festival, dude? Oh, dude, everything you put is together. You put everything together on a 1 through 10 scale, dude? Yep. All right. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Every band. Yeah. Every right, I, tr band, I trust your authority on this. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. All I right. give them a 6.5. Okay. Fine. Um, you know, they were fun to watch, but not amazing. Uh, yeah. Silly Goose performed. I gave them a 7.5. I, I was a little toasty at that point, if I'll be honest with you. I was a little drunk and a little high. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, because they went on it like. Oh, so you did drink at the fest? Only on Thursday, oh, Thursday okay. night at the campgrounds. Um, and I really only had like three quarters of a PBR and one of those cut waters. You know those cut water drinks? Uh, no, it's what like, the hell is a cut water, dude? It's like a canned cocktail. Oh, okay. They, Sounds they're, gross. They're pretty 
they're getting mass distributed pretty hard now. You can find them pretty much any liquor store. Okay. Um, but uh, Cutwater, they're fine. They're pretty good, I guess. But it's like eleven point some eleven point five ABV. Oh yeah, that's had, too much. I had one of those, and then like three quarters of a PBR and some weed, and I was like. I was feeling it by Silly Goose's set. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure. So I had to switch to water. I, it was only like I had those two drinks, and I was like, I got to switch to water. Like, um, So Silly Goose was like a 7.5. They had phenomenal energy. Like, but they're young, and you could like they really got people going for a small fucking campground audience at like midnight, I think, or yeah. something like that. Um, yeah, they went up at like midnight. So... That's fun. Yeah. Uh, Friday was the real festival, uh, and I actually wrote things for each of these bands. I didn't write things for, like, Silly Goose. and How far was the campground away from the festival? It was, like, four miles, but they we had uh, buses that bussed us back and forth. Yeah. It was literally school buses from the school district <laughs> yeah. that they weren't using Did you currently. Did you hear any trashy um, uh, tent sex noises around you? When you were not trying around to sleep? me. No. That's good. That's good. I fell asleep pretty quick once I got. I'm back sure to the it gets exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Friday, first band I saw the day was Thousand Below. Uh, I gave him a five. All the songs sound the same. The lead singer lacked charisma at times, and he seemed to lack the general will to be there. <laughs> like, Wait, what band is this? Thousand Below. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, generic metalcore. Sure. You know, heavy on the singing. The singer was a good singer, but like he wasn't a good front man. Um, Vinded or Vinded was up next. I gave them a six point five, um, and I was excited to see them too. Good energy. I really like the band. Obviously, we've talked about them before. Uh, I'm a fan of their music. The clean vocals definitely need improvement live, which is something we talked about on this podcast. But we talked about them before, like even on, like we said. Like, I was like, I feel like these vocals are heavily edited. And, like, you said it, too, at one point. You're like, I feel yeah. like live these vocals won't be good. And we both were like, yeah, I think so. And we were both correct. The live, his clean vocals are not good. He needs improvement. Um, but the screaming was fucking great. He's got, like, the heavy vocals down phenomenally. Um, they did two new unreleased songs and, like, a five to six song set list bad move like, yeah, 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 yeah you got music so that some of these people actually know like you got five to six songs why are you doing two songs that people definitely don't know yeah i mean that's a fair point that's just my opinion um we came as romans seven i gave them a seven good performance i didn't know the songs for the most part to be honest with you like i don't keep up with their current shit for the most part and it felt like a lot of that um yeah i'm sure so uh chelsea grin i gave them a nine great performance phenomenal energy the vocalist was like really got the crowd going like i mean like had mosh pits and fucking wall of death like had great energy could get people bouncing and everything like and jumping up and down like he was able to command the crowd well and then he also uh brought his girlfriend out on stage at one point and proposed to her and that was fucking great, <laughs> nice dude. dude dude like he he stopped the show because he was like he made it like he made everybody think that there's somebody fell in the pit and he was like bring the show to a halt sold on somebody fell we need to stop help them out and uh then like he stopped the band sort of like went off side stage and then like he brought his girlfriend out on stage and like did a little speech about like this is my girlfriend She's turned me from a boy to a man, whatever, that stuff. And then uh, got down on one knee and proposed to her. And at first, I was like, is this part of the show? This would be weird for Chelsea Grin to be doing this. And then I was like, oh, no, this is real. Like, And then I was like, that's fucking awesome. And it was a beautiful moment. I teared up. I had sunglasses on, so I didn't let anybody know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you let a bunch of metalhead dudes. You're just like, whoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was a beautiful moment. It was really touching. And, like, I loved that he did that. It makes sense he did it at, like, a Danny Wimmer Presents type festival because they're recording it all professionally, like, on, like, nice cameras and everything. So it's a great moment as a musician to do it because you know it's going to get captured in, like, HD and they're going to probably post it to their social media and stuff, which I think mm. that they did on the incarceration page. So it's, like, 
it's a good way to do it. He knows it's like a way for it to blow up. What I realize about this type of festival, because there's professional equipment recording it at all times, like high-end cameras and everything from every fucking angle, a lot of these bands will go all out and try and do the crazy shit that they know might get views or go viral or something because it'll get released as a clip if it's good enough because yeah. they have a social media team cutting clips from all the good shit, which yeah, is like yeah. why I think Alex the Terrible did like beating his head in with a microphone, why lead singer Chelsea Grin proposed to his girlfriend, you know? It's like certain things I think they do at the festival that they wouldn't do at a normal show because they know there's more media attention at it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that makes, yeah, sure. I realized that after like, seeing the slaughter to prevail set at first i thought it like i didn't realize it during the chelsea grin one i was like oh that may i was like why is he doing it at this festival i was like i guess it's a big festival so maybe it's a big moment or something there's a lot more audience than probably one of their usual shows um but yeah it was great it was a cool moment so i gave them a nine i mean it was a great performance anyways but also that moment really brought it up i think for me uh so cool set then after that, yeah. I had to how watch do you hey think Bro um how do you think Ashley would have reacted if you proposed to her at a metal festival wearing a gas mask <laughs> on your head and a juggalo jersey, dude? You think she'd have think she'd have still loved you enough? <laughs> I don't. I think if I owned a juggalo jersey, she wouldn't love me enough. <laughs> I think that might be a disqualifier. All right, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Respectable. I knew I liked up, her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm dangerously close to, like, some, I see, on paper, I seem like a guy who would own a Juggalo jersey. <laughs> like, nah, you, do, but you do look like you would have, like, liked them when you were growing up. Did you? Did you like Insane Clown Posse when you were young? What? What do you mean? Yeah, you did, didn't you? Wow. <laughs> I wow. liked them as a strong word. Dressed up like them for Halloween once at school? That's a different thing. That means you loved them. If you, <laughs> I, if you ever put the face paint on, dude, that means you loved them. I know, I could never get into them. Let like, me, even, as a kid, I was like, this shit is fucking stupid. Oh, and like, man. as an adult, I respect them as people because they, like, they do a lot for people. And I think they're cool guys, but I just could never get into the music. I thought it was whack. All right. <laughs> so here's what i'll say Sorry, dude. no you you don't need to apologize so here's what i'll say as a child uh i discovered who they were in about fourth grade and i thought i was i liked the concept more than i ever did their music i only listened to maybe three songs ever and i could probably only name one or two of them for you right now off the top of my head yeah um, i mean i know and, the one where they're questioning how magnets work I don't. I don't even know the name of that one. I miracles. Know one, you don't know miracles by. I'm aware of it, but I don't know the name of it. It's um, miracles. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad you know, dude. You gotta watch that music video. It is hilarious. I know a song called Homies, um, yeah. and then I know uh, their song Slim Anus, where they just make fun of Eminem for being gay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just wild and high yeah i'm aware of slim anus dude i played that for my wife like a month ago she had never <laughs> heard it before in her whole life yeah 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 and it's just like i was like have you ever heard slim anus by it's saying cloud posse like because um what is it's the real slim shady is what they're they remake and then so yeah we heard the real like we had the radio on in the car and the real slim shady came on the radio and i was like have you ever heard icp's version of this slim anus and she's like no and i was like you've never heard slim anus i was like i was like are you sure i was like where it's like icp basically calls eminem gay for the whole entire like length of the real slim shady she's like i've never heard that i was like you're about to and like, she was like she genuinely is somebody who is a pansexual identity identifying woman laughed pretty hard at that song i mean it's a funny track it is like it's somebody who like if she heard that type of stuff being made these days like she'd be like that's not funny that's pretty bad you know like yeah. like she heard it in hindsight like and she's like that she was laughing like and it's like i was like this could be hit or miss either she's gonna laugh at this or be like this is fucking insane and sit there with a straight face the whole time and like she laughed it was like that's pretty funny and i was like i know i was like it's insane i was like if somebody made this to 
good day, though. Like, they'd probably get in some hot water. <laughs> I mean, Eminem got in trouble, like, a few years ago for calling Tyler the Creator a, you know. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, do you think we could, do you think this is possible? Do you think it would be possible for us to somehow, with this podcast, start a beef with the Insane Clown Posse? I have no interest in that. Uh, Why? Too, the Juggalos are too big of an organization. Um, yeah, no, they're a terrorist organization, technically. <laughs> they are a under gang. the under the FBI. They're yeah, cons- not yeah, they're considered a gang. I guess not a terrorist organization, mm-hmm. but they are a gang. That's kind of what gangs are when you really break what gangs. <laughs> you really break down what gangs do. That's kind of what gangs are. They are a criminal organization, as the uh, FBI describes it. Yeah, it's insane. You don't want to start um, some beef, dude. No, I'm good. All right. uh, we should Fair probably get enough. back to these fucking ratings. I have Fair so enough, many of dude. them, dude. If you're wooing in crowds, I guess, yeah, you're not trying to start a beef with a gang. Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't even finish. So I know those few songs by ICP. And when I was a little child, I knew those, like, two or three songs. Yeah. And I wore the makeup to school because they were like, oh, you can't wear masks to school on Halloween. It was okay. on Halloween. Sorry, I should clarify. I was going to say, was, I was going to say, you just did that on, like, <laughs> on, a, on like a Taco Tuesday. <laughs> No, dude, it was Halloween. Yeah, I just Thank show God. up on April third. Like, when, even if know? even it being Halloween, that's still bad, dude. You couldn't have been like well, a vampire or some shit, dude. <laughs> nah, dude, I liked creepy shit. Always have, and so like to me, they I liked hip hop music and like weird creepy shit and like, yeah, uh, yeah. and so at the time I found in St. Clown Posse, and I loved the imagery of them more than I actually listened to their music at all. Honestly, I tried listening to some of their music, and I was like, this is weird. I don't totally love this. So it's just kind of a poser, if I'm being honest with you, which is almost worse as being an ICP poser. Yeah, that's horrendous. That's horrific, I didn't know, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, you a- can't, like, I'm not going to fault you for being a poser when you're like, nine you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like i was like an icp poser. everybody's guilty of being a poser on something at some point in their lives so you know what yeah I mean? and so i i did that uh and i went to school on halloween with shaggy too dope makeup i think because his was like the easier one to do if i'm right <laughs> um <laughs> And, like, I just had my mom do it. Yeah, you don't want to get too tricky with it. Well, dude, my school was like, you can't wear masks to school on Halloween. They made that a rule. And I was like, all right. They didn't say shit about face paint. (laughs) So I showed up to school in the morning. Only kid, I think, in my whole elementary with full face paint on. Just being like, I'll defy the rules. What are you going to do? Make me wash it off? (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean they could have they would today they'd be like they, get the, no turn it get that out. you're freaking everybody out dude yeah they could have but i schools I are war zones now. we gotta chill i did yeah. scare younger children in the school all day of course you did and i thought it was funny <laughs> i was in like fourth nice, grade dude. yeah traumatizing um, those kids <laughs> anyway what else ha- what else happened at the fest dude all right okay Go through these bands. Hate breed. I saw hate breed next. Um, Nice. uh, Six. I gave him a six. Um, Should be a five, but they had some pro moves, like doing a lot of call outs, giving each of the members their shine, sort of. And that brought it up a point to me where, you know, they let the guitarist rip, bassist rip, like drummer go for a minute. Jamie Josta was like, you can tell he's a pro at what he does. They've been doing it for a long time. Like, and he's a, a pro front man. I just like it's once you hear a couple hate breed songs, you're like, all right, I get it. <laughs> like it's. I mean, it's just kind of like hardcore though. Like a lot of hardcore just sounds the same. Some, yeah. I mean, the Gideon didn't feel that way. I guess they had a shorter set, you know. But that's not like, like... <laughs> Gideon's not like a traditional hardcore band. Though. Yeah, I guess it's just, <clears throat> hate breed. I don't know. It all at a certain point they had an hour of hate breed or i think maybe a little less less than that probably but an hour i mean i would get tired of hate breed after an hour for sure yeah i think it was at least 45 minutes to an hour it was a lot of hate breed dude that's a lot that's also hardcore songs are so short that's like a lot of fucking songs that's what i mean ripped through like 60 songs dude. (laughs) that's what i mean dude like it felt long not that long long. that's why it kind of came down but yeah um after that was fit for a king 
right. which like I'm kind of tepid on their music. They have some good stuff, but then they have some stuff I don't really give a fuck about. They're kind of generic in some ways. Uh, but they had a 7.5 for me overall. The music kicked ass live. They had good performances and like good energy, and they were like really tight as a band. You know, like their shit was just together. They were all playing really well together all the members had good energy it wasn't like just the front man you know who yeah. had good energy all of them were bringing energy to the stage and okay. they were like really performing and putting it on and it was and they none of them were trying to be front men besides the front man but they all brought energy to the performance and that goes a long way for me um they just had a really tight sound too a lot of bands, you know, like live, their sound is a lot looser in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can. I mean, a lot of bands are sloppy. You can just call it what yeah. it is. This band is a headliner, and you could tell that they got their shit together. They usually headline their tours, or at least lately. And yeah, you could tell they have their shit together, and it's tight. Yeah. Um, Coal Chamber was next. 8.5. Nice. I gave him an yeah. 8.5, dude. I'm not a big Cold Chamber fan, dude, but, like, they played the few hits I knew. They fucking nailed it. It's, like, what you would hope for from Cold Chamber and more. Like, the vocalist is a great vocal. Like, he's still fucking got his vocals, which is shocking considering all that he's been through, all the drugs and shit he's done over the years and alcohol and shit that he's consumed. Like, you would think he's, like, kind of lost it in some way, but they fucking ripped, man. They ripped live, and they they sounded great. They uh, they had great energy too. Like they put on a good performance. I don't know. Like it just it really got me. Where I was like, I didn't expect that band to be very good live. I'm not even a huge fan of their music, but I saw them live and I saw the music and I was like, that was good. I did liked you, that. Did you tear up during Cold Chamber too? Nah, dude. Or you just do some, <laughs> just give them some woos. Nah, just some woos. All right, fair yeah. enough. Lead Singer has a wild tattoo, though. He has, like, a big lip tattoo that comes down from his lip, down his chin, and it looks like he has, like, a little chin strap beard, and then when the camera gets close to him, you realize, like, oh, it's just a massive tattoo down his chin. That's kind of sick, though. Yeah, it's it's wild looking. Um, it, it's trippy looking at first. It's interesting. Um, after Coal Chamber, Suicide Silence. Nice. They got an eight. Vocalist is great. Band was fucking sick, dude. They, yeah, I believe it. They've been doing it forever, so. Yeah, very tight as a band. They even had like a couple hiccups with tech issues, I think, during their set, and they figured it out like at the beginning with the vocals, like you couldn't hear the vocals or whatever in the mix, and they still pulled it together. They were great. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, and then highly suspect. You familiar with highly suspect much? Yeah, yeah, they're like a radio rock band. They got some good stuff. Yeah, doesn't like totally fit into this festival. It didn't feel like, but it was like, it was. Uh, I've heard they're like really good live. Yeah, it was a little slow at part. I gave them a seven point five. Okay. A little slow at parts, but a very well constructed set. Like it was very well constructed. They had great transitions in between songs and stuff. The vocalist was just on point, dude. Like he was nailing it. Uh fantastic voice it was a little trippy too like their music is a little trippy and like very sort of like jammy as well like they just sort of jam out at points you know and yeah. um that's kind of fun yeah they are good live i'm not a fan of, like i don't follow their music or anything i've heard some of it leading up to the festival yeah I, like i used to hear them on the radio all the time and like for a radio rock band they're pretty good they don't yeah. really sound generic. They kind of remind me more of like an early 2000s radio rock band, like a little grungy. Yeah. The vocalist seems like he has a drug problem, probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, yeah, you know when like you see a vocalist and you're like, yeah, this guy is probably on something, but he seems to be all here, you know? Yeah, I mean, if he's if his voice sounded good, he probably wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, dude, yeah. if you're doing coke or drinking, your voice gets shot immediately. So, yeah, I mean, it's probably just a big pothead. Mm, I think there's other stuff. <laughs> Maybe he's into I've psychedelics, him, like, dude. I've heard him talk a little bit. They're definitely into psychedelics. I could tell by their backdrop, like um, on yeah, stage. Yeah, they're probably. It's probably just that, then, dude. Yeah, probably. Um, all right, we'll keep moving. Pod. Dog. P.O.D. So was an alive. eight. That's their closer, dude. 
Uh, oh, they didn't just open with it? No. They opened with... They didn't with, just play uh, that over and over again? Yeah, I mean, you got, they got that, or they can open with the other big hit, which is... Boom! Here comes the boom! Which is they, that was the opener. That? that was the opener. Oh, they did. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Come on. That's a good. You, that's a better opener. Yeah. You open with, or you close with your best song, and you open with your second best. Isn't that like the rule or whatever for like big bands? It's like what some comedians say they try to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Open um, with your second best joke. Close with your best or whatever. Yeah, so I've heard comedians say they operate that same way sometimes. Mm. Um, but it, that's how it felt with PODs. I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, I mean, although, like, I guess it's all subject to opinion there. That's all subjective. Um, but POD was an eight. I put it would be a nine, but they had a religious spiel in the middle and end. Uh, <laughs> of course, you know? Uh, and then... They did some old guy rant about, like, the lead singer did some old guy rant about not needing laptops to play because they had to, like, do extra time. I think because uh, the band after them was Volbeat, and Volbeat was having, like, I think tech issues, so they asked, like, P.O.D. to do a couple extra songs. And the lead singer's like, yeah, tech, he's like, we don't have issues with tech. We're going to do a couple more songs with you because we don't have to use fucking laptops. We just play because we're a band. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, you're so cool, dude. <laughs> like, I kind of like that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it is, but it felt very, like, old manny, you know? Oh, like, it's very, yeah. like, old manny take. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like, dude. Yeah. We don't use laptops. We just use our instruments, dude. Yeah, we don't, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, he sort of said some shit about that. And then also, like, a couple religious spiels that I had to hear where I was like, eh, okay, I get it. I, You're POD. I understand. Also, um, I don't get how all these bands are, like, consistently having laptop issues when it comes to, like, playing with backtracks. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I think it was just something going on with Volbeat's setup because it was before they went on. So I think it was, it might have just been, like, a tech issue or something. But, like, he said something about, like, we don't need a laptop or any, like, thing like that. We just play instruments. And it was like, ooh. I'm just saying, like, we used to run backtracks in Sycamore, and, like, I never, we never had an issue. Victor had, like, a 2010 MacBook, and we never had an issue with it, dude. I don't know. It could have been the venue, though. You know what I mean? Like, it could have been a back-end tech issue, and the fucking vocalist, Sonny from P.O.D., didn't really know what he was talking yeah, about. I think, that's, I think that's he true. just knew it was a tech issue, and that's I'm all he I'm just saying, really bands knew. seem to have that all the time, where they're like, laptops are down, we can't play, and it's like, what? Yeah. What do you mean the laptop is down, dude? You didn't charge it or something? Like, what do you mean? That band, um... On Sunday, the I think the band Clifford, it was. Uh, yeah. They were using, like, a fucking iPhone. <laughs> they, like, opened That's the That's what day. I mean is saying. Like, yeah. you can literally make it that simple. Like, playing backtracks is as simple as just having a click and the backing track and then a mixer to separate the two in the headphones. That's it. Yeah. Um, to finish on P.O.D., uh, you can tell Sonny is, like, a seasoned pro frontman vocalist. Like... He's so good at doing his job. You could tell he still have dreads. Like, yeah, you could tell he's been doing it for like 25, 30 years or something like that. You know, like nice. they've been doing it that long, and you can like you can tell when somebody's been doing it that long. It's like when you see a comedian, even if they aren't the greatest comedian, but you could tell they're a pro. Yeah, they're just know? in a rhythm, dude. They just they yeah. have yeah. Like you're like this dude may not have the greatest jokes, but he's been doing it 25, 30 years, so he knows how the fuck to work a room. Like yeah, yeah. and that's how it felt with them, where it's like they may not be the best band on this festival, but their vocalist knows what the fuck he's doing. Like and sure, they also yeah, yeah. brought uh the lead vocalist of Suicide Silence on to do Southtown with them, and that was fucking sick. It was like then it was Sonny and Eddie from Suicide Silence trading off on Southtown. And he was like, uh, you know, he would be like, we're from Northtown. And Eddie would come in and be like, Southtown! With like fucking just harsh, crazy vocals. Like, and they were just trading off back and forth. And that was pretty dope to watch because they were in a great rhythm. And you could tell they've probably done it before together and they're friends and they know each other, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. You could tell. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, because, like, you see sometimes a guest vocalist comes on stage and kind of, like, ends up clashing and saying the same words as the main vocalist. And they're, like, they're trying to find their rhythm with each other, and they just can't find it necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen it before. 
did sure. not happen there. It was so clean where, like, they both were trading off perfectly where it's like, this feels like you guys have done this before. Or, like, you guys just know each other's rhythm. Or they're just both pro vocalists, you know, and they understand it. Um, so It's a weird it combo, cool. but, yeah, it sounds fun. It was, it, but it made the song Southtown, like, fucking heavy, and that's what made it cool. It's like P.O.D., like, you know, sort of, like, started chugging it and, like, making it a little heavier, like, and then it was trading off between Sonny's sort of clean vocals, but, like, still yelling into Eddie's just harsh, just deep. I don't know if, I don't screams. think I know that P.O.D. song, to be honest with you. It's a... It's like a little bit heavier of their, oh, okay. their songs. It's um, got some chuggy chuggy stuff in it. A little bit. At least live they turn it into chuggy chuggy. Um, yeah, yeah. In there. It's cool. Uh Volbeat was next, which fuck them. Three. I uh, probably yeah. two or a one. I don't maybe. I hate that dude's uh singing voice to be honest with you, man. Same. I put boring, vocally bad. I don't like their music, but he was also just even worse live. Like Yeah. He sounded even worse live, musically generic, and they he didn't know how to talk to a crowd either. Like he didn't he's a bad front man. Like mm. so his vocals sucked, their music was generic, and he's a bad front man too. And like their whole performance was boring. Like nothing interesting Damn, about it. Kyle. And they were like they were second to last of the day. They had like a lot of time. They also like Got to have a bigger setup than most bands. Like, and what their setup like the, still sucked. What was like the audience reaction? Were they like. Some people, people loved stoked? Volbeat there. There was a lot of Volbeat t shirts. So there's a lot of people who were stoked, but there's a lot of people who didn't give a fuck, you know? Like, because there's a lot of people who are like Limp Biscuit fans, because that's the big headliner, or like heavier music fans and stuff. Yeah. And so there's a lot of people who didn't give a fuck and who were clearly bored. Just and waiting like, around for Limp Biscuit. But there was a lot of people up you know, closer to the stage and the audience and the standing section sort of where they were stoked about it. I saw lots of Volbeat shirts. They're a popular band at the end of the day. It's music on the radio. It's like radio music, dude. So like, yeah, they're a radio really, rock band. Yeah, yeah, so a lot yeah. of people like it. It's probably a lot of the same people that are huge fans of Highly Suspect, maybe. Even though they sound different, they're on the same station. Sure. I will say um, Highly Suspect is a good band, though, at least. <laughs> like, it might be not the kind of music I listen to on a regular basis, but they I've heard a lot of their music and I'm like, yeah, they're a really solid band, actually. So and that dude's got a fucking great voice. Yes, you are correct. And I agree with you. And clearly, he doesn't sound I think like better. a fucking dickhead when he sings. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I hate the singer from Volbeat and I hate that guy's singing voice. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I gave Highly Suspect a 7.5 and Volbeat a 3. I think very differently of them. Uh, and I, like I said, Volbeat probably should be lower. I feel like I was being generous with a 3. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I just think the same people would be in them just because they're on the same radio station. And there's a lot of dumb people who don't know how to find music outside of what's played to them on that radio station they listen to every day. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. I mean, I don't know how that's a thing, though, when you have, like, Spotify, where it's like... It's so easy to discover great music. But we're in but like I'm in I like just the genuinely I, I just genuinely think that's like people's taste. Some people, but I think there's also still a large chunk of America that just listens to like a certain serious XM station or a certain regular radio station in their area. That radio still is alive. Yeah, like, they don't, it's not like, a dead they don't thing. Seek it out. Yeah, they don't seek out underground bands or anything like that yeah, yeah no they don't have interest in that they'll just listen to the radio hear the things that they know or if the radio is like we got a new song for you they listen to the new song that the radio has for them and that's what they do like there's a large chunk of america that that's all they, that's the way they still do music like it, it's crazy sure, I mean, to me especially you, like the country the country fan base yeah for country sure music like those people just listen to the radio a lot of them there i mean there's a lot of like smaller country artists as well though that are thriving inside of these other sort of areas like there's artists that are in yeah country but i'm music saying like that... consumer wise like the people in the midwest who listen to country it's like they're just listening to the radio like Probably i know the these i know these people like they're i've been around them I think you are partially right, but I think just like in the comedy industry or other industries, there's artists that are taking off off of like TikTok now. Like I, there's country sure, artists yeah. that are getting big there's off of that. There's definitely you know? exceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's exceptions to it. I mean, but, but they're mostly then going to be played correct. on the radio 
and then consumed by people on the radio for the most part. Like, you that's are my correct. point. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think a big part is, uh, and not even just regular radio now, but Sirius XM is also a big part of it as well. Um, I realized that this weekend where it's like some of these heavier bands, they're blowing up because they're on Sirius XM a lot. Like Slaughter to Prevail, apparently they're playing them a lot on Sirius XM. Yeah, like, like Sirius XM has like all those really like heavy metal, like liquid metal and all that shit. Yeah, it's interesting that like they're helping to make like and like Kublai Khan is gaining a fan base because they're on there as well. Like it's interesting, like bands like that are starting to get bigger because of Sirius XM. Those bands never had a radio wave for them before like there's no radio station for a lot of these hardcore bands and shit now and it's yeah. wild that s there is a form of radio now that's helping hardcore bands i found that very interesting but no i think so too i think that's pretty sweet yeah um i'll finish out my friday there uh limp biscuit 9.5 highest rating yes. of the day they were phenomenal fred durst being full-on fred durst dude uh he brought a dude on stage to sing a song with him like this young dude who was like probably 16 17 i think um and then he the crowd went nuts for every song he has great self-awareness of who he is like fred durst does you was know he like making he, jokes and shit yeah just like that's what i mean he was being full-on fred durst dude like he's who you want him to be but he when he talks you can also tell he has the self-awareness like about who he is or about the perceptions of him you know and he even wears sort of a goofy outfit and it's i think it's a wig because he seems to have his regular hair still but he wears this goofy curly gray hair wig have you seen it i think i did see a picture on the group yeah, it's like a goofy gray hair wig. He's been wearing it lately on stage and like some big goofy glasses. And I think it's a costume. I don't think that's his regular hair that he's walking around with right no, now. No, of course not. Yeah, and uh, it's just like he's he's like being like, we don't take ourselves seriously. Wes Borland had a cool-ass black and white fucking costume with all body painted and shit, you know? Yeah, What yeah. you want Wes Borland to be. Um, yeah, they sort of had parts where like, they just kind of jammed a little bit, but they, they only did an hour set. Fred Durst came into the crowd and walked around the crowd for a little while, which was dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like, dude, just like they were what you would want for Limp Bizkit. They didn't do, like, uh, their set, like, the set backing or drop, like, you know, their whole setup on stage wasn't anything too crazy. It was all, like, every part of it felt like what that member of the band wanted for themselves. Like West Borland's setup was like a setup of like these amps on top of each, like just like, I think like six amps and they're all like painted with like West Borland's art and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're like, so this is his design. The DJ booth was in the middle on like this sort of like pedestal up in the middle and uh which is like where the drums were for every other band and then the drummer was off to like the right side of the stage on like a platform and you're like yeah, yeah. this feels like what each band member kind of wants for themselves you know and nothing too much more um that's pretty dope though yeah and it it felt subtle but also very much i don't know where they are now like they used to have really big obnoxious stage setups like a toilet on stage that they would come out of you know They've just like they made it more subtle and like yeah. they're just like they also don't sell merch. I already knew this about them, but it's like a bunch of people were pissed off. Like Limp Bizkit's not fucking selling merch, and it's like, dog. Fred Durst has talked about this publicly. Like they don't sell merch online. They don't have an online merch store. They don't sell merch at shows or anything. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to sell merch. He's like, I just want the music to stand for whatever, or to be whatever it is, and for fans to enjoy us for what we are. He's like, they don't sell merch online. Like no, really? So there's bootleg merch out there and stuff, but they don't sell merch okay. on their own. They don't have a merch store. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of money on the table, dude. Right? You would think, but he's just not interested in it. Well, you'd think that like the label has some push on that too, or something. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess not because it's not out there. And it hasn't been for a minute. But, Interesting. Um, yeah. I can jump into Saturday now if you want me to. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, or we could save it for next week because we are probably past an hour now. Yeah. No, we definitely are, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, we could do Saturday and Sunday on the next one. Yeah, I we'll mean, wrap it up this episode. Because, like, the last episode, I had to cut down. <laughs> okay. And it was still, like, an hour or 15. 
Yeah, we went long on that one. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's hard to not talk about these bands, you know, in depth. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot to it's a lot to break down. Plus, like we, there's like a lot of trashiness on the festival to discuss. That yeah, we, we went through all the trashiness. <laughs> I don't even think we got through a quarter of it, to be honest with you. But yeah, it's a lot. I'm sure I can find more for next week when we're just finished discussing the bands. So I'll go through. I'm sure there was a lot of people in the group complaining about crowd surfers. Dude. I saw, so yeah, people, people being be like bitches, dude. Yeah, they're like fucking people shouldn't be crowd surfing, and it's like, oh, you made a post, so now they'll all stop. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you hoping to really accomplish with this? Like, you're not actually gonna stop this from happening by making this post, you dummy. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. If anything, people are just gonna do it more. Yeah, and it's so funny. Like, Everybody... Do you not understand how social media works, dude? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, man. It was wild. But All right. I guess we'll wrap it up on that then, and next time we'll jump into what Saturday and Sunday looked like. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, I'll find, I'll find more posts. Because there's <laughs> a lot to go through on that in that group where you're just like, Jesus Christ, these people, dude. They're, yeah, it... It was a lot of, like, these people, man. Like, my whole weekend, I kept being, like... I, kept... I can't believe you endured that whole weekend by yourself. I'll be honest, a lot of times, like, when I was at the festival, I'd just look around at things happening around me, and, like, I would just have to think to myself and be like, man, these are my people, I guess. <laughs> I, can't, like... I, don't, I, I don't claim them at all. <laughs> I don't want to, but I was a part of it. <laughs> then don't. You were a part of it, and you're a part of the problem. But yeah. I also yeah, look around, no. and I'm like, it, the worst part is, though, I look at a lot of, like, the white trash that was around me, which was, like, so much, and I look at them, and every time I was like, I was like, these are my people, I guess. I'm like, these aren't my people. And then I think about it, and I'm like, these do look like the people I grew up with. <laughs> I'm like, so these are kind of like <laughs> I mean, that festival could have easily yeah. taken place in Waterford and it would yeah. have looked, it would have looked about the same. <laughs> it probably would have. I think you're right. Yeah. And that's the thing is I kept looking around and being like, oh, I'm not one of these. And I'm like, they, were you ever like bored like out of your mind being there by yourself? Were, were there ever points where you're just like, God, I wish I had a buddy with me right now? <laughs> uh. A couple times, yeah, a few times. There's definitely like uh, sometimes where I wish I had somebody there with me. I mean, because there's some Mr. Lonely's just playing. (laughs) (laughs) There's always something going on though at any given moment. Like even at the campgrounds at night, if you didn't want to go to bed immediately, there's bands playing in the cafeterias open till like 1 a.m. or something. Like, and it's like there's always something going on where it's like you could find something to do even during the day. It's like there's five minutes between each band. Did you did you make any friends or did you? just keep to yourself the whole weekend <laughs> mr antisocial <laughs> you didn't make any did you talk to any people i talked to people but <laughs> i also like the whole time i was like i don't know that i want to be friends with any of these people <laughs> you didn't like group up with anybody for like a little while at any certain point no i had a no no not really <laughs> Damn, no, Kyle. Dude, I'm like, you know, I'm pretty antisocial. I mean, yeah. for the most part. You know me. Um, yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I get was it. always the dude who that comedy show sits in the back of the room with my hoodie on. Like, it's, uh, Fair enough, dude. So, I don't know. It's like, I talk to people occasionally, but it's like, nobody, like, became a friend where I was like, oh, yeah, we should be friends on Facebook or something. Like, nothing was like that ever. I didn't I even mean, mean like that. I mean, just you didn't, like, group up with anybody where you were like, yeah, we should hang out. No, because it's like, I also felt like I was very much going to see the bands I want to see, and I was going to do it in the order I wanted to, and it's like, I'm not trying to follow somebody else's schedule, um, was part of it, so I was like, if I group up with these people, I don't want to be like, no, I'm going to go do that, I don't know, it's... I was like, I'm just keeping it to myself and do my own schedule, and if I talk to random people along the way, we'll talk to people, you know, so... Yeah, I talked no. to people. I tried being open to interactions and not just I didn't I didn't usually just start the conversation. A couple times I did, but but I don't know, man. For sure, man. I don't, again, like I said, a lot of the people were like such trash where I was just like I didn't want to <laughs> talk to most of them. Like, <laughs> it yeah, it does bad, sound like we're true. being really mean cuz we didn't like go through a lot of the posts, but dude 
<laughs> no, I'll find more. I'll find more stuff. You like I'm telling you as somebody who was there, it was trashy. Like it is. Oh, I know. I so saw, much I believe trash. you. I'm I totally believe you. But to the listener, it just sounds like we're being mean. No, <laughs> that we're being 100% honest. Saturday was Pantera Day. That was what I call it Pantera Day cuz Pantera was the headliner. It was the most white trash of the whole entire weekend. It was the most methed out fucking audience I saw of that. There was three days, and that audience looked a little bit different than the other two days. I will say that. Like, it yeah. was a lot of dudes in, like, Pantera shirts they bought from Kohl's. Like, it was a lot of that. <laughs> like, yeah. It's wild with that... the sleeves cut off. It's wild that you can get Pantera merch with Kohl's cash. That is crazy. But... <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. I gotta. We All should right. wrap this up. All right. All right, man. Cool. Well, this was episode 18. Thank you for listening. Anybody who listened, we appreciate it. Tell your friends, tell your family, like us, subscribe, leave us a review, whatever, you know. Um, follow us on social media. I'm at I am Kyle Forsyth. The podcast is at Unless You Live Hardcore. Jake? I'm at uh, I'm at Comic Jake Ford. Yeah, dude. Follow, follow me. Dope. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, Talk to you all next week.